0: Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Get ready to find your free will from your roots in the stars. Welcome again, Talk Cosmos audience. Tonight is... January 19th, 2019, and we're finishing the fifth of five talks because of the calendar. Every Saturday happens to be within that framework of the Capricorn energy, the archetype, and tonight's talk, the the title more or less encompasses Capricorn's raw shadow and the devil card 15, that's X5, in the tarot. The last of these talks delves into the raw shadow of Earth energy manifestation because it's when the means justifies the ends. And rather than an ethical alignment, not purely a moralistic issue, this is rather an archetypal demand within the energy to connect these polarizations Within, to find that shadow and the corresponding shining light, which a lot of our talk will delve into because there is light where there is darkness. So we will discuss these illusions. They blind us because we perhaps only see the material. And we create further blockages by um, projection, And but essentially, it's a matter of finding this equally raw light and shift those extremes of shadow energy. Tonight's guest is Tara All, that's A-A-L, lots of first-rate A's, and she is a first-rate person and astrologer, lives in Los Angeles, although she originally was, well, last I knew her, she was in Seattle, but she is an astrologer, Los Angeles astrologer now, a tarot reader. Boy, my tongue is just flipping around here. I'm Pardon me. A tarot reader. And she uses archetypes. And most magnificently, very creatively, I've heard her speak, and it's really astounding how she draws in information. Tara completed Laura Nalbandian's evolutionary astrology program that's in Seattle. And Laura Nalbandian is a premier astrologer who organizes the NORWAC Northwest Astrology Conference and is also presently, and for some time, the president of our local uh, astrology monthly group that's open for membership, and that's Washington State Astrology Association. And Tara's also a certified soul sign astrologer through Adam Gainsberg, another illustrious astrologer. She's a metaphysical writer, photographer, artist, and a lecturing speaker at several national, international astrology conferences. NORWAC, as I was mentioning, UAC, which is United Astrology Conference, and the local, it, besides others. These, these are just a category. But most interestingly... In 19, not 1990, I've got 19 on the brain, 2019, uh, she'll be speaking at the annual International Astrology Astrological Conference in Delhi, India. And she's spoken at classes with Kepler College. That's an online astrology college. And I'm trying to explain some of this. We have such a mixed audience. There are people of you that know about astrologies and are interested, therefore, but there's also people that are on a learning wheel. So we'll all learn. And she also regularly speaks EA Zoom meetings, which is a focused group through Facebook and that, and published in the Mountain Astrologer magazine, Astrocom, other magazines, and currently the resident astrologer and lead writer for Sage Goddess. Hello, Tara. It's great.
1: <laughs> it's great to have you. Hi, Sue. Thank you so much for having me. I feel that introduction was way more than, than, than I needed.
0: <laughs> well, possibly, possibly. I don't know. But the tongue at some point. You know, tonight's subject, I'm so grateful that you um, are able to talk tonight and that you brought this portion of Capricorn to focus because it really attuned me with a lot of information that I've been wanting to put together because the whole idea of the devil is such once again uh, el- it, it's eluded it, it uh, with so many uh, images and 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 connotations that really when you start breaking it down and that's really what Capricorn with the devil wants to do is purify you know you realize <laughs> oh where's the fear wait a minute this is
1: this is not the truth. Yeah, it's interesting when uh, when we're using the tarot, I think the devil is one of the most difficult cards to interpret in a reading because it really is dependent on the person, right? What the devils is you is not what mm. the devils me. And so the devil is such a personal, such a personal archetype in that respect.
0: Well, it is, especially with the idea that it's those illusions that we mm. we create through how we see, because I was reading quite a bit the esoteric and, and there's many aspects of tarot. But um, but we have these illusions of what material, the manifestation, what, it, what we see, and that's all we see. And so how a person, uh, how they've been working with that on their value system and everything or, or being honest to themselves, I could see it would really differ tremendously. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting because in, a, in astrology, so often we relegate Capricorn to this you know, a taskmaster, and someone Mm -hmm. who just tries to climb the ladder, but we forget there's this whole, like, lusty, sensual, earthy, indulging in the, you know, the pleasures of the the senses that comes with Capricorn, and I think we see that come out in the devil card, for sure. (laughs)
0: Well, it's a good point, because as you know, we had talked a little somewhat, it's an earth sign, and earth is physical, so, and, and, and again and again, with astrology, I I think many of us recognize the whole, a larger focus of, of intent is to unify this physical with the spirit, and Capricorn really sings for that. I mean, I don't know if our, you know, yeah, you know, it speaks
1: for it. Yeah, I have a little note Sue, on my on my little note in preparing for today, because I also was excited to talk about <laughs> Capricorn. And but I have this little note with the devil card, which, of course, um, the devil card corresponds with Capricorn, which is why we're talking about both of them together. But I have this note. The key is to awaken to the responsibility for our entire selves. And I have in quotes, I'm the devil who made me do it. And I think that's the key. Right. So many times with Capricorn and the devil card in particular. We're awakening to how we've projected the things we don't want to own about ourselves onto other people or outside of us, which technically is what our shadow is, the things that we don't want to own. So when we step into the responsibility, accountability shoes of of Capricorn and say, wait a second, I'm the one creating my reality. My shadow is actually mine. I think our whole lives could shift and we become more productive and our life is more satisfying.
0: This is truly true. I, too, was noticing a little comment that supports what you're saying, with it, the classic uh, projection of the Nazis that took all their fears and 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 what presented them on a group of people that you know uh, they were alienated from, and it, it's uh, associated with 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 so much uh, um, fears and that where what you're saying and and really is to own it. To own your own um, fears, like I had to, I had to look at this and go, "Oh my gosh, I wonder how uh, the energy of the word is going to uh, react with with people that are reading it." But then I realized there's—it's such a beautiful, well, by facing every fear, by just walking into it, you know, we turn on the light in a sense and see it for something because. Really, this devil idea has been manifested through religion uh, as as the negative, um, rather that rather than the ancient god of Pan or yeah. you know nature, just just the the essence, like you were saying, of 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 our
1: physicality, of senses. You know, we are sexual people. Mm-hmm. And nature doesn't have morals. We humans create morals. And so this whole idea of putting morality onto Capricorn or Saturn as a ruling planet that's, that's a human created thing. And mm-hmm. so we need, to own, we need to own that back too. when you look back to nature, like it is it's our responsibility to be good stewards of the resources, but this idea of harsh right and wrongs, and as you were speaking about um, the Nazis, you know, that brings up the word to me, scapegoat. And that's a word we use Ooh. very often with Capricorn. You know, what becomes the scapegoat? And people that have, especially Capricorn South Node or in evolutionary astrology, we talk about, you know, past life experiences with a lot of Capricorn energy. Oftentimes they were the scapegoat. You know? And so this is something like to really to recognize that we have a tendency to do this. Just as, as humans, we do. Very important to remember.
0: I've always thought... Since we, I brought up, you know, the uh, Nazi. That uh, if nothing else, if if to absolutely remember this tendency to project, yeah, the scapegoat. You're so right. Um. Mm. You know, there's so many notes here. Yeah. If you if you have a thought, just leap in because I've got. You know, as you were talking about. You know, it's just, I'm trying to find out where some of these are, but it's just, mm -hmm.
1: go ahead. Well, as you do that, when you were doing the write-up for this uh, particular show, it was awesome how you talked about the, uh, this, no matter how much the darkness of shadow, there's always equal light and brightness, and this is why oftentimes we see, you know what we might call tortured souls or people that really go to the you know the dark depths of who they are oftentimes these are our most created people because to whatever extent there is dark there is light and so when we play around with capricorn this way then we have to recognize that the things that we normally relegate to capricorn like shame for example means that capricorn also holds dignity right so Ooh. you know along with responsibility there's also unaccountability along with repression, there's no inhibition. So we we can't ever look at something as just one. And I, I work with, at least in, in my work in my personal life, with polarities a lot, because the polarity is the flip side of the same thing. And I think that can help us work with this energy, which sometimes feels heavy, You know, to look at it in a new light, which I really love that you brought the idea of the bright light to match the dark shadow.
0: Yeah, even Lucifer, it means you know, bringing light. <laughs> you yeah. know and the solstice which is only i mean right in the neighborhood there of capricorn you know uh, on december yeah. you know december 21st 22nd uh is the un- extreme light versus extreme dark and and the heralding all that light yeah and i think too it, what i was reading how it capricorn this whole energy of of devil can bring can destroy and liberate because if we have desires, you know, working with the material allows us to find the spirituality. It's like, does that really have a lot of energy associated with it? Or does it kind of die out and it's not really worth it? And where's the ethics? And, and really, it's not a matter of shaming. That's a good word you bring up. Yeah. You know, it's really just a matter of aligning with our higher of, of true source
1: yeah well in the in the druid craft deck the devil card is Kernunos, which is uh the god of life force the wild god of the of the forest and the whole idea of devil or capricorn is harnessing your life force harnessing it in the material world you know and that ultimately is mastery on this plane or on this planet where we live yes i i, I love to hear this it just
0: reminds me again and again and we're going with iranus and Taras, which for those mm-hmm. non-astrologers, just bear with us. But at any rate, it is an important uh, planet. Seven years in this cycle of Taurus, you know, of breaking patterns, and and uh, uh, but bringing the connection of of nature because we've rejected. It's just amazing these different parts all throughout ta- uh, the ancients for thousands of years. You know, whether it was Lilith or whether it's the devil, you know, male or the female. Not accepting all that nature part of
1: living. Yeah. And I, I think most of us would agree that we've, we are disconnected from our natural selves. M- most of us don't, you know, it's hard. I mean, think about technology is overwhelming us. There's distractions everywhere. There are so many rules or ideas, or this is acceptable, this is not. It's hard to get back in touch with what is actually natural. And all the earth signs to me on some level are you know, tapped back into that natural, natural drive, natural instinct. You yeah. know. Well, it is also the laws
0: of societal or universal. And I was just finding here a little note that was about the, uh, um, who you just mentioned, which, um, what was that? Kernounos? Kernu- Kernounos, yes. Mm-hmm. Always have pronunciation. But back to, right, you know, Saturn with this, uh, uh, Cronus had the sickle. And so, mm-hmm. and he had castrated his father, Uranus, and then Cronus was toppled by Zeus. So actually, as far as the planets go, you might go, okay, there's Uranus furthest out, then there's Jupiter, Zeus, and then there's Saturn. So... No, I got it mixed up. There's Uranus, Saturn, Jupiter. Sorry about this. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. So the point is, is that Saturn represents that. uh, This is Howard Mm. uh, Sassaportas from the 12 12 houses. That's S-A-S-P-O-R-T-A-S for any of you there. Wonderful legend astrologer. But what he says is that, that planet Saturn represents exact and undeviating justice, you know the rewards for the hard work or persistence that if it if we disguise that pain with a lack of fulfillment, then we deny that importance in that area of our life and eventually that inadequacy or uh, uh, hits us where it hurts. So yeah mm.
1: well, uh, yes. And with Capricorn and with Saturn, we have to earn it, you know, mm. we have to earn it, but that ultimately is what brings satisfaction. You know, I think on, on, and, 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 the idea that we can become masters of our lives and I, but I don't mean, I don't mean to be, you know, <laughs> Supreme <laughs> beings. I just mean to master our lives in the sense that we step up and take accountability for ourselves and pay attention with what we're actually creating to what we're actually creating. That's vital. And that does
0: ring right back here by recognizing, you know, the work and the area. Yep. Owning it. Just to kind of reinforce the themes that tie in what you've been saying.
1: Yes. What do you think about this aspect? Like oftentimes in a card reading, when the devil comes up, sometimes it's just a message to not take yourself so seriously. Because... Because sometimes Capricorn can just be so bound with rules and shoulds and shouldn'ts and am I doing it well enough? And I should work harder. And sometimes it just means to cut loose. You know, I mean, there's there's of course this. Uh, we need to find a, a happy medium. But I feel like sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's a. Uh, you know, we use words like mirth even to describe. Yes, the I was mm-hmm. going to
0: say you're very intuitive because <laughs> I was just reading a book too for tonight. That I've had on my shelf, I was like, "Oh boy, I get to do this." The Tarot by Paul Foster Case and Mirth, and and that's one of the books too that has a little Kabbalah orientation about it. But I wasn't bringing that in so much because, well, one of the signs here is I is for sight, but it's about laughter. It's Mirth. That's mm. exactly it. And he was saying that there was a hymn that the ancients as Probably in Egypt, because the sun Ra God, you know, Ra was a sun uh, sun god in, in Egypt, and it was that thy priests go forth at dawn; they wash their hearts with laughter. Well, what a prescription! Because it's saying that uh, it 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 breaks up. I think is that breaking up that purification of earth of of that this sedentary. Uh, uh, fixation and, and you see things in a different light you know it's like suddenly it brings out another uh, viewpoint because the other part of reading this reminds me that the chris is crystallization you know with mm-hmm. earth and therefore the crystals have the light energy yeah so merce i'm glad
1: yeah and think about this with capricorn and saturn having to do with reality well the real reality is it's not that serious the real reality is it might not even be real you know <laughs> I mean, it, 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 so I, I think we think it's, it's funny how we and and the english language doesn't always do us favors probably no language does us favors because we come up with ideas with what words mean you know and and i think sometimes that that even limits our understanding of things yes,
0: it language really does especially when we just Without elaboration. I mean, yes, of course, we have a word to signify something, but over time they change just like this. This is totally one of the most primary uh, obstructions, we might say, because when we think of devils, suddenly it connotes all this history that we've lived with in the Western world for, well, gee, since 300 A.C. or something. Or, eight, not A.C., you know, since BC, anyway common era so whereas actually it it relates way back to the wholeness the wholeness of life and in it's that intention got you know name of the game it's got to be that why does one want the material and what's the meaning and is it is it with does the means matter to the end or is it just no regard whatsoever no ethic and then I mean I'm trying to relate to what you just said.
1: Yeah, well I was just actually I was just kind of feeling into that like the whole idea of you know the means justify the ends or these whole things. I mean there's just I don't know. We have we we I believe we have a responsibility to to do what is best for everyone, for the planet, you know, for each other. And so therefore to me part of Capricorn as an archetype is that wisdom because Capricorn can see the 360 degree view Capricorn can see everything and Capricorn has an inherent ability to understand how things are working together you know so I, in that respect the Capricorn to me is, is very akin to nature in the way that all the things are synthesizing together Capricorn knows how to do that you know we see people that are strong Capricorn running entire companies and that's that's what they're doing yes amazing. but but to me with that type of vision comes a responsibility. And I think this is one of the reasons why those with Capricorn energy and their own personal makeup sometimes feel a sense of heaviness, because I think they know deep inside that it's not just enough to reach the end. You know? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully, yes. No, know what you're saying? I
0: just really love that, the sympathizing energies. And it makes me realize, too, you're bringing that point that it's on the top of the chart, uh, the the And that because if it squares, I mean, the energy, you know, we have a horizon of the ground and we have the meridian going up to the polar north star, which which were the MC. you know, in that general area. And I say general because there's always, depending on where you're born and and whatnot, and I'm getting, trying to uh, step away from the details we m- stick with the main idea here. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> and that is that on either side is equal light. The horizon and the ascendant are equal r- light, and so mm-hmm. yes, Capricorn, I think understands that there is this parental, you know, role of of you know of little light, and lo- well, we're in the northern hemisphere, so there's the, the authority and the and the discipline and the the uh, direction the mentor, the, of, of the guidance, ideally, you know, of, of the, the higher ethical direction, alignment, because on both sides they see that people are equal, you know, the ascendant, the vernal equinoxes, mm-hmm. where energies are you and me, and it, it is a a, a, a a balance. Of course, that balance doesn't last very long like <laughs> so true. I like how you remind us that morals are people created, that's such a fascinating recognition because since laws are so integral and boundaries to all of this and and judgment that you know we can so easily think that those morals are, are are rigidly connected instead of what would you say the consciousness of of uh the universe the laws of the universe
1: yeah yeah and i think uh, on some level most of us all i mean we, we as humans we do have an internal compass that leads us towards i mean there are certain things i think that most all of us agree feel good for us and other things that we feel would you know, are, are not good for us. But, but I do think it's important to remember that energy on its own isn't good or bad. Isn't, you know, it just mm. is. And I, and I, I do think that we, we are very quick to assign judgment towards things or even meaning towards things. And I just think it's good to get back sometimes to work with just, okay, what is the energy, which takes some stripping away, You know, which is interesting because I know we're going to talk at least at some point briefly about, you know, the sun will move into Aquarius tomorrow. And that really is where a lot of that stripping happens. (laughs) Oh, this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. We will return to Talk
0: Cosmos with Tara All from Los Angeles. And this is Talk Cosmos on January 19th talking about the devil card and Capricorn and the nature of materialism materialism, and light. Thank you. We'll be right back. While we take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the yin period of Capricorn, ruled by Saturn, the furthest visible planet by the eye. By leaving a cycle based on meaningfulness and truth, Capricorn's energy establishes social boundaries, in a structure incorporating rules, authority, and ethics. As a cardinal earth sign depicted by a sea goat climbing from the sea up to the top of a mountain, Capricorn overcomes fears through goals and ambitions to achieve mastery. Celebrate your star energy blessings. Schedule a natal astrology chart consultation with Talk Cosmos host, Sue Rose Minahan. You'll learn to better understand what personally fuels your soul's seed direction. Sue focuses on your questions to connect you into your unique heart's desire and your true soul path's birth essence, including a recording and a copy of your chart. Schedule by emailing info at talkcosmos.com that's info at talkcosmos.com hi this is willie bodrak a retired expat from seattle now living in mexico you're listening to talk cosmos on alternative talk 1150 a.m where we understand how to implement our free will through the cosmos talk radio with a purpose alternative talk 1150 Hello again, everybody. We will continue about the lunar eclipse, but you know, before... Well, actually, this is a great segue for it, because it's called a wolf uh, moon, because it's the first full moon of the new year I was reading. But according to Carolyn Casey, she says the wolf is charisma and playfulness. And doesn't that relate perfectly, Tara? To what you were just talking about, mirth. You know, like, yes. it's so beautiful. And again, the uh, Judith Hill, who is a Northwest astrologer, has eclipses in you, wrote, oh, many ideas about, you know, um, this, you know, what eclipses are and the different ideas. But one of the things is, is of course, leadership, the, 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 uh, Uh, groups and whatnot. I'm sorry, I'm looking at all these newspaper clippings I have. It's just incredible. I mean, if it was groups, there's, uh, for instance, there's the VA. There was just in the paper, there may be an overhaul of the entire private care, which is rather alarming, thinking that we have this enormous veteran uh, uh, energy out there. There's also, in Seattle here, uh, homelessness. And my, Microsoft is going to give, I think, a billion dollars? Wor- not give, but they're going to u- work out with the local... Con- I don't know if they're local contractors. That might be good. But with contractors on a f- lower interest rate, so that, in other words, they can have affordable housing, if for no other reason, because their workers may need affordable housing, I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, we don't know this. But it's just again and again. And and also, so many people that have, for instance, uh, passed, like, for instance, there's grief. This is the, the headlines. Polls unite in grief over Kadansk mayor assassination. That's G-G-A-N-S-K. Somebody came and just shot him. Mm. You know, or it says... Australia gets a new prime minister, you know, because this energy of the eclipse lasts for a long time and it's in Leo. And according to Judith Hill, that can be a long duration and even permanent. Hmm. So I know you have thoughts too. It's really pretty, a potent one. You know, there's so many planets that are in their own signs. Yeah. And of course,
1: when it's a lunar eclipse, um, it really affects us emotionally on the inside. And and f- for many of us, we don't have a lot of, we haven't been taught or we don't have a lot of tools for how to work with that. In other words, when strange feelings or angry feelings or even violent feelings or you know, depressed feelings come up because eclipses are like the lights flashing off and back on. And when the lights flash off and back on, we see things or feel things that we weren't aware of when they were just in their steady stream. So. I do, I do feel like it's good to be compassionate and give ourselves some space and some, you know, uh, just some tenderness because the eclipse is likely to bring up emotional waves. I guess waves is the best word that I
0: would use for it. Well, that is just excellent, Dara, because the nodes are in Capricorn, South Node, and Cancer, and Cancer is totally our private Processing, you know, connecting with our emotions, and 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 actually, the antidote to too much ambition, you know, that
1: seriousness is being tender, just like yeah. Well, and that south node in Cancer. I mean, Cancer is ruled by the moon, so yeah. we 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 can't do any moon magic or any moon work or any moon interpretation without really recognizing that we're, you know, we're 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 in the realm of Cancer because yeah. they naturally tie together.
0: Yeah, this energy I can see at least thinking of the nodes will be lasting now for, well, 18 months, and I think it's been a couple of months. So it's still a good year and a half, to, more or less. That That's a, just by itself, that energy is vital, you know, in all kinds of capacities to connect. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, North Node and, and Cancer is leading us the direction of feeling more. And anytime we start to feel more, it's going to bring up our childish tendencies because feelings oftentimes that the the whole ground that cancer kind of comes from is is our origin so it's going to bring up our our little babyish issues and and with all this Capricorn energy, energy a part of us wants to say no you know I'm strong and I'm in charge and you know and I have the power but the cancer part says wait a second there's parts that are you know soft on the inside and I think that's you know, as we move into this, you know, through this phase and with this eclipse that, you know, we more of that tenderness gets revealed. And these, you know, it's, it's sad when people take actions that are so harmful to others, but oftentimes it just comes from a place of not knowing what to do with that, not knowing what to do with that vulnerability when people start to feel it.
0: Well, it's true because the natural tendency, especially with the moon, is to protect And Mm -hmm. so then we get defensive and because Mars is involved with Saturn. I mean, if we look at this, it's like a poster child for a lot of pure, raw, me, me energy, which may not be thinking, but in different terms. So, yeah, it's having tools or just recognizing that going back to that theme of where is it that our shadow is really leaking or Mm -hmm. bursting or simmering or 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 being hidden. And I love the fact that you say you know, that whole idea, the lights are out and when it comes back you see what you didn't see in a flash. You know, and then yeah. it's it's back and is there too is wanting to break it up so it <laughs> has its own little strobe going.
1: <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do think, though, when we're anytime we're thinking about Capricorn um, with Cancer, and you can't really think about them separately because they are polarities, which means they're one energy field, no matter where they are. Um, but but Capricorn, uh, when you're able to build a stability for yourself, you know, you know, when you know your limits, and when you are, when you are taking charge of yourself, and and then it can be very safe to have those emotional experiences. Then vulnerability is not something that you know, leaks out into a danger zone It because something that there's like a safe space. And I think that Capricorn energy in general is good at holding a safe space. You know, we use that word a lot in metaphysical circles. So I know it gets overused, but I mean it more generally than that.
0: No, it's really well to bring it in with a new uh, flavor, you might say, or a, it's like a a, 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 a a house with a new color of paint. It's very important because holding space is vital. You know, it's that whole yin. And that was another thing that I know you had mentioned to bring up was that Capricorn is a yin sign. It is receptive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's as, because around the horoscope, it goes yang, yin, yang, yin. That energy of giving, receiving, giving, receiving, which, again, is a, a well, it's motion. You know, like a snake moves. You know, it's, it's that contracting, expanding. Or music. Resolution, tension, resolution, tension. So.
1: Yeah, I think I think about the, the yin or, or feminine nature of Capricorn, and it's also a cardinal sign, so it initiates. So we tend to think of it being more masculine or yang, but it's actually initiating on the inside. It's initiating on the inside so that it can take responsibility for itself and then in part uh, complete the public identity, right? Because Capricorn is very much about who am I out there in the world? And that's not just our career. We use the word career, but I always love this example that your your public identity or your your Capricorn self is who everyone knows you to be. So for example, Sue, you and I, we could have any job. We could dig ditches. We could do makeup. But you and I would always be talking astrology. We'd always be, <laughs> we'd always be doing some level of that and probably some level of counseling, right? Because we like that. that. That's who we are. So the job doesn't have to define that.
0: That's very true that's very true As a good way to uh, specify or define or help to illustrate because uh, it, it 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 clarifies yes that nature that, that you expand out or expose to the world yeah. that it yes comes back at
1: yeah and then with Capricorn the, the idea of being the wise elder but but that that public identity whatever it is that we whoever we are out there in the world, Comes from within, but then it is a gift to the world. Like that is how, in some ways, I feel like when you look at the midheaven, for example, that's how you can best serve humanity.
0: Yeah, so I think a lot of it is a matter of realizing that the material, there is material. I mean, we are a person, we have flesh, we're sitting at a table, we have shoes, or maybe not, either sand, otherwise, or whatever, we're, you know, right, all these issues. But that, that isn't the end all and that acquiring for what purpose really is a a, a huge element of that that inside treatment like you're we're saying that the yin feature is so that when we do uh, it manifest it has a, a higher longer lasting flame
1: you might say of energy yeah, which to me is sustainability, and that's yes. one of the main goals of Capricorn. Can I can it sustain? Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful word. Yep. Yeah, but you put that really well. That was really lovely.
0: Yeah. And so with this chart, that's going to be, oh, yes, that's right. I have a little article here about this eclipse. It was in the paper. Total lunar eclipse. Now, that's rather extraordinary because the eclipses are a long, long family of of eclipses and in the middle they're 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 total and it they take a long long time but this particular one is on the 20th and it will occur when the sun moon and earth line up the earth passing between the sun and the moon and it'll begin on Sunday this is in Seattle or on the west coast actually which is pacific standard time at 6:36 p.m. Reaches totality at eight forty one p.m. and nine. And why is that eight. Oh, between eight forty one and nine forty four p.m. and over, almost near midnight, eleven forty eight p.m. Oh, yeah, that is and long. It yes. is. Yeah, and so it is closer to the moon. It you know it gets pr- the 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 the. The uh, PR, you know, says it's a supermoon. Well, all the supermoons are when it, the orbit is closer to Earth. So, that, now do you think that that really is energy wise where it's connecting? I think it is, yes. I mean, we're feeling that energy more than, you know, if it, it particularly if it has aspects with our
1: charts or, or, oh, this yeah. Event. That for sure, but I, I I do think just when something is closer to Earth, just by proximity, you know, energy has a greater influence. So I mean that that makes sense to me. But I, yeah, but any of us who have things in our chart that are personally going to align with that, I mean, we're going to feel it. Well, come to think of it, yeah. the tides have to be bigger, yeah. So of yeah. course it does. Yeah.
0: And if the tides are moving, the water inside us is moving. That's yeah. why it at all. So yes, I I guess we okay, <laughs> getting back to basics here in our own brains, but but they did talk about the color of it, which is out in the news a lot, and it has everything to do with the sunsets and the sunrises, and they can't tell how much is going to be in the atmosphere. So it could be one of three, either no color, or it could be what they call a blood moon and have a reddish cast, or what they call a copper color. So anyway, folks, that's what this uh, will be happening. But as far as the details, it, it does have a lot of, when I look at this and synthesize it a bit, it it has such a everything we've been talking about really with Capricorn just seems to be registering because there is a lot of um, religious uh, orientation too, you know with the energies here that are just going to pick up these features that are in Capricorn and bring them forth you know in, in our consciousness for now until many moons
1: <laughs> yeah sue so do you think that with the with the full moon being in leo you know leo certainly as a sign is is really about um shining your own light right so it's interesting we have this we have the sun and moon in opposition in the sky but the moon is in the sun's sign You know, so, so to me, like the lights are extra lit up on both sides, the light inside of you, the light in the dark and the light in the day. Oh, I agree. I agree. What do you think about the, just the whole Leo aspect? How do you think it ties in?
0: Well, it is with the North node, the moon, and it's at the very beginning, it's zero degrees. So it is a new start. And just even, I think with, uh um, with nodes in Capricorn, this whole energy, it is a matter of uh, starting in a new framework because also if the sun is in Aquarius, that can be like that strobe, you know, light coming on, light going off, the lightning striking, where we distance, we break. I mean, Aquarius and Uranus break and Uranus is squaring this. It wants to break up the pattern. So Mm -hmm. I would say that that it is a fresh identity looking at where we are masters and how we need to process these areas that are blocking us because along with it, uh, it may have a lot to do with our action. You know, Saturn, which is ruling um, the node, the south node, and I guess from ancients, Um, it's you know the sun. Although I really go with Uranus more. But like you said, I think you were the one that was just saying that it was wonderful that if if unless you have something to break up. I mean, Saturn represents what is the the structure, and then Uranus comes and breaks it up. So unless you have something to break up, there's nothing to break up. So really, you know, in that case, you can have these two. It's a pretty good teamwork
1: going. Oh yeah, or you can find new, you know, innovative ways to work with whatever you've made. I mean, that's that's one of the when those two come together. If the structure is sound and doesn't need to break apart, then it can just be about how can you tweak it or adjust it or make it useful or take it over here or put it over there or build on top of it. You know, it becomes just this like tower of possibility. When you have a strong foundation, you can build almost anything. I think what happens more often here is that the foundation is not strong with all this energy, especially with the Uranus piece you talked about, it's likely to blow it apart, which needs to happen. But that can be you know, very upsetting when we're not expecting it or not wanting it.
0: Well, if we're not in tune and we absolutely push aside the messages we get from our body because we do get messages. I mean, I'm human. We're all human. And, and, you know, it's so easy to put aside uh, many, many facets of our own body, you know, whether it's tired or whether there's an ache, a nosebleed even. I mean, it's maybe the one got excited and, and uh, about something and the blood's pumping through too much. I mean, again and again, we get messages. So it is, it's a whole, the whole
1: whole body well and so and even letting the body do what it naturally needs to do i mean in our society here at least in the united states oftentimes we have rules for when you're supposed to do this when you're supposed to do that right we 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 hold things in we try to not have things happen you know bodily functions and i think that that over time it's funny think about that that's that's repression and suppression just like mentally or emotionally we do it on all levels Yes, and, that, and eventually it's going to explode out, right? Oh, the absolutely,
0: yeah. Because <laughs> energy never destroys; it just gets remade. Yeah. And in <laughs> fact, that was I'm trying to see exactly where I found that last bit that you were saying because oppression was actually the ancient uh, definition of of uh, this energy of that we we have since called uh, the devil. So instead mm. of that, it was oppression which we then come and I don't see exactly, you know, it's great to have all these notes and then it's like, Oh my gosh, I need a GPS on my notes.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I no, can... opp- Oppression is perfect. And even in the tarot, like the 10 of wands, it, it's also a Saturn card. but it's the man with the 10 big sticks on his back, like just oh, yes. holding himself down. So I it's a, it's a perfect illustration of uh, it's how we oppress ourselves. It's all the ways that we bind and overweight and, you know, make ourselves small and tight. You know, contractions part of this uh, Capricorn energy, so that we can't, you know, live more fully. I may mean, think as part of what that is. So the devil, in some respects, wants to poke at us to get us to liberate from those things. The devil, and in, in like, as you spoke to bringing it from the shadow into the light. Right. It's helping us see where we're doing that, which might mean we have to feel it a little bit worse for a while. Sometimes, you know, you have to really. Get yourself pushed into something to recognize what you're doing in order to change the pattern.
0: But I've read that uh, that is exactly right. That that energy really wants to unify body and spirit and recognize the body and desires of the mind. And so, really, it's a question not that we have desires and that and like you we were saying, rather than judging them, it'd be as though you're out sailing in the water and the the wind. You need to tack differently, and then you decide, oh. Well, that's a wrong wind. Why and start arguing with the wind? You know, why are you going in that direction? <laughs> you know, awesome. whereas, yeah, actually, you just got to oh. keep tacking. I mean, I don't sail, but I have the ideas down. <laughs> you know? I, yeah. yeah, so, uh,
1: yeah, it's funny how often we don't want to work with ourselves, you know, we work against ourselves instead.
0: That's honesty, isn't it? It's sort of an, a way of truth because. I'm thinking like ninth house, 10th house are so focused, and 8th house all focused on truth in these different illuminations. But really, because um, I was reading to being reminded that Capricorn wants to build a structure for what they feel is right. And so it's a, what is right and what society thinks is right is a matter somewhat of how truthful they've been about what... Mm-hmm. <laughs> And for how many, you know, it's because, you know, does it include everybody? I mean, now we're getting into, oh, now we're getting into Aquarius. That's right. Aquarius is going to start. Tomorrow's the full moon. You know, the sun will be in Aquarius tomorrow. This is the very last edge of Capricorn. So we're on that
1: cusp. Yeah, so, so if you know there's areas you need to liberate yourself from, start now before the sun moves to Aquarius so you could be the activator of the energy. I think I like that's a happy it. way to work with it.
0: Wonderful. And in fact, this reminds me to a favorite page by Daily Om. It says, heal yourself with writing. And so whether we have negative patterns or anything, just taking paper and writing it down. And I think it's because also it manifest it makes it physicality the words the thoughts and i was just being reminded to listening on 1150 kknw that um i think yesterday at was it 11 i listened a couple times i was driving about and it was with the idea that we need to ask for our ask our guides because i think really it has to do with free will You know we do have free will, and then we're ready too if we ask. But by asking, then write down. She kept. She went over and over about this. She's been seeing her guides since she was twenty months. I was trying. That's less than two years. Come to think of it, and she has a book written by uh, guides. Now where's it? My little. Oh, here. I da da da. I think I can find it. I can tell you who it was. Yes. That was on uh, Linda Dyer, die com, And she has a book called My Guided Journal. Yeah, because she was saying if you write it down, you can also look for it later. But it's this whole, mani- I was thinking Capricorn, manifestation. You know, you're, yeah. yep, making it formed. Yeah, the, the, the ethics that we, oh. The time is such when we don't have to end, (laughs) but unfortunately, yes, there is a limit. Capricorn, hello, thank you. (laughs) Right. Yeah, next week will actually be the first week for Aquarius, and our speaker will be a person from the Seattle area called Madam Simon. That's X-I-M-O-N, an astrologer who's also a tarot reader, and has been studying about Lilith at, at great length, which really, uh, actually, I met her at Awasa, Washington State Astrology Association last Saturday, and she was bringing up Lilith. And I went, oh, my little antenna went up, doing, 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 because L- Lilith has been in Aquarius this whole la- this whole month, and the United States moon is 27 degrees Aquarius, and there's, oh, I was looking at the chart. It'll be fascinating. So anyway, so that's what we'll be talking about. But tonight, just to remind our audience, I am speaking with Tara All, that's A-A-L, and you can find her at Talk Cosmos under guests, and you might mention, what is your actual um, website?
1: Oh, it's, it's Tara All, dot com.
0: Okay, because, yes, so do look, because there's so many fascinating ways that Tara... I know someone named Tara, so if I ever call you Tara, please forgive me, but it's Tara, yes. So you're, you're speaking and doing many things, which is wonderful. I've been delighted and honored. I'm so glad, again, that you wanted to bring up this subject because it is the core. You know, if we... It's the core of, of of recognizing we are the masters of our fate and the destiny of our souls or however that goes. Because if we don't see our obstacles, nobody else is, I mean, they can tell us, but we're the ones that have to take, rearrange the furniture inside, you know, change yeah. the lens on our eyeballs.
1: That's right. And we are the devil. It's not outside. Sue, I, I have really enjoyed that. It's been so much fun. <laughs> so much for inviting me.
0: Oh, you're most welcome. Yeah, we have a few minutes. We don't have to quite leave, but I am really
1: glad. I always want to get out the next one. Um, you well, know, it's been extra fun. Seattle is my hometown, so I I have a I have an affinity for that city, <laughs> and I, I so it's a it's a delight to be on Seattle radio. <laughs> yes, and
0: actually, it's going to be on podcast. Uh, KKNW is going aligning themselves with a a major podcast. So I'm looking forward to getting um, feedback from people. And I'll be launching a mailing email address pretty soon, too. But we have, oops, well, we have, what, 30 seconds. I don't know if we can squeeze something in 30 seconds. But, you know, when you go back to looking at how to reform karma, it was in our, I think this was on a Netflix, and it was the intent of Buddha, the intent of action was more important than uh, the ritual purpose so we'll heal we'll get whole we'll embrace thank you tara
1: thank you sue (laughs)